Welcome to the ACC Panic Room alongside Lauren Brownlow. I'm Joe Ovias. I'm at PNC Arena up in the 500 level. And from up here, Lauren, it really did allow for you to see just how kind of meh everything was here for the game, which was another blowout win for North Carolina. Uh, unlike the game in Chapel Hill, which was a three-point fest, this one went more along the lines of what we would expect in terms of matchups. Armando Baycott went off. State doesn't have an answer for him. And that's your game story. Pretty much, yeah. And, I mean, I thought they did what they could to try to limit him in the second half. I mean, look, there's a reason that State doesn't play zone and doesn't <laughs> press all game long. And it's not right. because Kevin Keats wouldn't like to press all game long. Um, he probably wouldn't want to play zone all game long, but you know, the reason is that's their personnel situation right now. It's yeah. really that simple. Yeah. So, I mean, they tried and it worked a little bit in the second half, but it was too late by then. And they could not, I mean, they, they weren't going to be able to do that for two halves anyway. Not, not the pressing for the whole game. They don't have the personnel to do that. Mm -hmm. He figured I can get some pressure out of them here in these last few minutes. And that was it. But yeah, I mean, that's, it's really that simple. Sometimes, sometimes basketball is pretty simple. It is a very simple game sometimes. A famous basketball coach once told us you got to make shots, which was another issue for NC State today, too. And, you know, the not having Manny Bates has been a talking point for NC State all season long. There's not a press conference where Kevin Keats, the head coach at NC State, doesn't bring up Manny Bates. The problem is that fans don't want to hear about that anymore because you've seen key injuries across the league, too, and teams have still tried to find ways to win. Um, I think the, the issue is when you no-show early up here, when you no-show yeah. in Chapel Hill, when you look at the overall record that Keats has against North Carolina, which is not all that different from the other coaches against North Carolina. There's this sense of, why, as a fan, why are we even doing this? And I really think that kind of permeated the vibe today. I know Julio wrote a column about this on WREL Sports Fan. I think the headline was, you know, no one cared. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure some Carolina fans cared because they enjoyed beating NC State. But I've been to a lot of these games. And while there was some blue here, it wasn't any greater than some of the other games that I've been to. It, just State, felt, it sounded like State fans showed up. I don't know what the crowd was, was like, but it sounded like it they were there. Students, it wasn't a full-pack student section. You know, it was, you know, empties throughout in the upper deck and in the lower deck. The, the overall point that I'm trying to make is, I have not been to an NC State Carolina game in this building that felt like I was just at any other game. Right. That's, that's what today video. felt like. And that's a huge problem for NC State and Kevin Keats specifically. And if you're going to sell Kevin Keats returning next year, it's really going to be a tough sell job to get people to buy into oh, what well, they feel is just not great. They should just listen to what Paul B. and Cardi had to say about them at the end of the game. Oh, when I didn't. He took the timeout. I, 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 I was the here. I was here. I know. I I'm, I'm letting you know. Okay. He took the timeout at the end of a blowout loss to talk about NC State fans can be a little, you know, and like alluded to like them being unrealistic, and then talked about how it, you know, it takes some time, and they don't always understand that. And da 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 da. And I'm like maybe this isn't the best moment for you to try to do this to this fan base. Like, haven't they been through enough? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, no. I think no. that we can all recognize, right? Like, you can defend mm -hmm. Kevin Keats mm -hmm. without having to be, like, a condescending jerk to the fans that have 
largely, yes, there are some detractors here and there, but largely through most of Keats's tenure, have supported him and wanted it to work yeah. out. This was not like the Herb Sendek era or anything like that. This is a guy that they have supported very much and really want him to work. I'm sure some people felt that way about Herb too, but he didn't have the kind of force of personality that Kevin Keats does, you know? He's well, a light dude. A couple, a couple of things to that. I mean, we're still operating on information that's 20 years old. Okay. Well, if the, inter- if the internet and, and, than others, apparently. and some of us, and some of us like Biancardi and, and others who have been around college basketball for a long time, they don't forget stuff from 20 years ago, acting yeah. as though the internet hasn't changed everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the internet has basically shown everybody that every fan base has their issues. Okay. Yes. I mean, I could even, I could even tell you about I mean, North Carolina, Carolina fans. fans are, who, I mean, not very many. I mean, because like, we, we're going to get to we're going to get to Carolina here in a second. Okay, yeah. don't, don't. I'm just you know, saying, because, like, you're right. Yeah. It's because so the the internet has basically proven that every fan base is nuts when you really think about it. Okay, um, but I would I would counter that nobody's even angry. People just don't care, which is worse. I think okay? that there is some anger, but like you said, that is the large, largely that's the attitude. I mean, there are people that, there are people, we've had some dedicated people in our mentions because I, it's to the point where I recognize their names. Sure. That, like every game, no matter what was happening, even like in previous years, they'd be like, this because Keith sucks. And I'd be like, okay, wow. Oh. But like, yeah, that, I mean, that's, every, that's like the same two or three dudes. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you know, I mean, I think people are frustrated. I think fans are upset, but I don't think that they're, the target for their feelings isn't sometimes it's not even Keats. It's just like, this isn't working. And I think, you know, you have to tell me more about this since you were at the press conference, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't help. And I know what he probably meant by this when Keats says he thinks the program's in great shape. I think he's just being as optimistic as possible, but you want, you, you want to talk about, that, you want to talk you about know. the key. You want, you want to talk about the Keats press conference that I found interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. First off, it's not every day that the rival coach points to the players you know, or the, the play, the coach of NC State tells his players to look at the guy from the rival team that just decimated you with, hey, look, Armando Baycott, somebody that you could be, you know, like working at it, you know, where he was before and where he is now. Oh, he well, ta- OK. He talked about he, at least kind of. He talked about he talked about he talked about Helms uh, in a way that, you know, he was he described Helms as a unicorn. Right. And a guy that was here as a freshman. He's having his senior day. Uh, and the development of sticking with it. I actually asked Keats after the game, like, you tell me if I'm reading too much into this, but it sounds like you're having conversations now to make sure that you're keeping a core group for next season that doesn't go into the transfer portal. And he started to answer questions. He started to answer that question and, hey, look, we understand how the transfer portal works now. Next week is going to get, as he put it, it's going to go crazy because of the mid-majors and everything else. I feel like the the conversation around this program really can't start until we get to the end of the year and we know who's actually going to be on NC State's roster next year. But it also was like he thanked the media for covering uh, them this year, et cetera. You know, he said, we, we, you know, I know you all have to do a job. I mean, Luke Dukaka, the dude's an observer, even said to me, he's like, I don't know about you, but that almost sounded like a, you know, farewell. like a, all right, farewell. And I had the same thought. I had the same thought. Yeah, again, I mean, that would be that would be reading not, too much yeah, into things. He knows what's going on here, you know. He knows. He, but that again, that would be reading too much into things because that's kind of the theme of the day. Manny mm-hmm. Bates comes out for a senior day, which apparently well, had to be negotiated because, <laughs> and he had to basically make it abundantly clear he did not get a jersey framed because he still has two years of eligibility left, yeah. and we don't know what he's doing yet. So all of that just kind of combines with the uncertainty, which then leads to 
the biggest problem for NC State right now, which is fan apathy. Now, about crazy fans and everything else and people just not being happy in general, that gets us to North Carolina, what we saw today. Obviously, North Carolina fans are going to be happy with another dominating performance over North uh, over NC State. Obviously, you like that they have turned the corner and they haven't done anything dumb since that pit loss. The Virginia Tech game gave them life with the NCAA tournament bubble, and then you're every everybody's looking ahead to Saturday. Um, you know, Leaky Black goes out with an injury. Puff Johnson comes through and steps up. There's enough to like where North Carolina is. But I know, Lauren, we've had this conversation a lot. We still cannot trust this North Carolina team because it still comes and goes with Caleb Love. But enough today to be happy with. I will say, yeah, like I was going to say with Caleb, he, what did he end up with, 16 points? Man, that feels like the most deceptive stat line, right? Because yeah, like it does. It was, it was a roller coaster for him. You know, it was, <laughs> I mean, cause he had two, he had two assists, four turnovers too, you know, but he played all 40 minutes that, you mm-hmm. know, he didn't shoot great. He sometimes took the kinds of shots that you feel like NC state wanted him to take. Um, but you know, he was, I mean, he wasn't horrible. He wasn't great, but yeah, they won a game, I think without him being like super good, mm-hmm. which probably speaks as much to where NC state is than anything else. Yes. I would agree on that. Uh, and and again, North Carolina simply taking advantage of the matchup that they've got right. That's uh, over NC yeah. State yeah. with uh, with our Armando Baycott. But also, like it's anytime State tried to claw back into it, mm-hmm. you know, they had opportunities to kind of get it closer and closer and closer. And when it mattered, not in the final yeah. know, two minutes when they cut it to ten, they just couldn't do it. And and I understand why. I mean, they're just running out of gas, basically, mm-hmm. mentally and physically. I'm sure, but. Well, yeah. I think that's I think that's also part of the theme. Everybody's out of gas here at PNC Arena. Why do you think I was begging Roy Williams to show up to this game? Because it at yeah. least would have give it would have given this game some sizzle, right? Roy I mean, would have been here. Keats People tried. Been he wore that. the red suit. You know. Yeah, Keats. Keats. Uh, Keats wore a suit for the first time since since the uh, ACC tournament in Greensboro. So it's been a yeah. long time. But yeah, that's. Really, there really is nothing else to say about this game. As, as I titled this panic room, everybody was just kind of going through the motions. I don't want to go through the motions on a panic room, but that's kind of what today was about. People were here. There was a game. It felt like a game against, I don't know, Florida State or Virginia, more so than a game against North Carolina. Uh, there was just no vibe at all, as the kids would say. The vibes were off today. And I can't blame State fans for having – no real interest in what they're seeing right now. So it'll be an interesting off season, even though we still have games left to play in the ACC. Uh, it's going to be an interesting off season for NC state and how they're going to basically sell Kevin Keats coming back for another year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, yes. no, look, I always say things can get worse. Okay. I mean, I understand the dynamics, you know, I know if, if Julia were here, he'd be like screaming, he's coming back. He's coming back. Other people I've talked to have said the same thing. I get all that stuff. I still maintain you never know. Things can always get worse. But that really is you could because we'll close on this. NC State had the football team come out today. So Dave Doran's out there. He's got his new contract. Uh, you know, already start- <laughs> they had the football team and the 1970 championship team, right? team there. Well now, played. 
those that doesn't hit quite like honoring Roy Williams or having the 1982 team out there. Like well, it was a clear uh, response did. to it. It was. It was. I don't know. Maybe you know, they should have saved it for a game where like they might have beat them. Maybe you know they they brought the football team out and they're playing the highlights from the game at Carter Finley Stadium, which again, well played, whatever. But all of this is to tie it together, right? You got the football team coming out here, and everybody's hype about next season. I'm sure there were more than a few NC State fans who came to this game that were checking their phone to see if Tommy White hit another home run with the baseball oh, team playing. My filled up with which that he did. Which yeah. he did. I think that's his eighth home run uh, so far this season. And what everybody was like, Tommy Tank, Tank and Tommy. What? Tommy Tank. Tommy. That's Tank, a great right? baseball nickname. Yeah. So you see what's going on with the baseball team. There's something hype to get around. You see what Westmore's doing with the uh, with the oh, women's yeah. basketball team, right? So State fans are looking around, going, "Hey." All things are actually kind of good right now. But then the one thing that is so important to so many people that's what I was gonna say fan isn't there's so an emotional like, attachment there yeah. to basketball that regardless of what happens, I think, in some of the other sports, mm-hmm. it will matter to them and they'll care about it. Like I think football mm-hmm. has become ingrained in, as something that they care about, but there is just something different about basketball. There is, there always will you be, know. especially yeah. if you've been a long time NC State fan. You know my feelings on football. Yeah. Younger generations coming up. I'm talking about people who come to state, get into the sports at state. They're going to gravitate towards football because everything's geared towards football right now. Right. But for I mean, those you have a generation who, essentially kind the whole of generation, that grew up that way. Yeah. A whole generation of state fans who have been football focused. But for yeah. longtime North Carolinians, people yeah. who have had generations of families who have come through NC State, basketball is always going to be an emotional centerpiece. So when the emotional centerpiece sucks, well, the general attitude towards this stuff is going to be eh, shoulder shrug. And that, and that's my lasting, yeah, my lasting thought on today's game here at PNC arena and, and why I wanted to come to this game. Cause I wanted to, it was a vibe check. I just kind of wanted to see how things were. And yeah, it kind of confirmed what I thought. Apathy is absolutely set in with this basketball <laughs> program. I almost feel like that's what Caleb Love was doing when he tried to dunk on Maybe I was like, maybe like, I was like, that is such a Caleb Love play because if it had worked, everyone would have lost their minds and it would have been amazing. Yeah. But when you look at what he was looking at, you're also like, but why? Why? Why that happened? I mean, I, to be fair, if I could dunk, I would only try to dunk on people. I'm serious. Like, that's all I would do is try to dunk on people. I'd be like, oh, poor dunk. I'm not interested. That sounds about right for you. That sounds about right for you. All right. Let's get to wrap it up for this edition of the ACC Panic Room. Uh, if Duke loses, we'll do one in the morning, right? Is that what we're gonna do? So is that does that mean I'm a Duke fan now? So we Wow I'm kidding. You heard it here first. Lauren Brownlow, Duke fan. Lauren Brownlow so- wants Duke to win against Syracuse, so she doesn't have to do a panic room. What else does she want Duke to win? Oh my goodness. All right, we'll see y'all later.